Hi, and welcome to episode number five of Meet My Followers. I am your host, Kate Dworkin. Today's date is August 11, 2010, and my guest is Sam Taggart at GoSam. I'd like to thank this show's sponsor, 140. Think all Twitter clients are the same? They're not, and 140 can prove it. They have applications dedicated to using Twitter for games and entertainment, lifestyle, productivity, and even following and follower management. Be sure to check out all the categories and the apps in them over at 140.com. Every character counts. Do more with 140. And as I said in the show open, I am extremely excited to have my good friend and buddy Sam Taggart on the show at GoSam. Thank you for joining me today, my friend. No problem. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, it's definitely exciting because I mean, you and I have have you know had a handful of uh, you know conversations over the course of gosh, how now? How long has it been? I don't know. I guess it's been uh, about a year. Yeah, you're a little over a year because I I don't think I met you the first time I, I was out in New York hanging out with uh, the no. VaynerMedia crew, but I know that you were there shortly after. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, no, actually, I was. I was there that day. We just didn't didn't meet somehow. Yeah. But um, but yeah, I think it's been a little bit over a year that we've known each other. That's 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 slightly scary uh, given everything. <laughs> but uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself so that I don't stumble all over it? Sure. Uh, my name is Sam Taggart. I'm a project manager at VaynerMedia, which is a uh, social social media kind of brand consulting agency based out of New York City. Uh, founded by G- Gary Vaynerchuk and uh, his brother, A.J. Vaynerchuk. And um, I'm a USC graduate. I graduated uh, about 16 months ago from uh, University of Southern California, majored in communication, and uh, really just was embracing social media and buddies with A.J. and uh, kind of how I got my start in the industry. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's great to see, though, that, you know, you started with this passion in sports, right? I, I've, you know, that's something that you and I can't quite seem to get on the same page on because we don't follow the exact same sports most of the time, right. barring the World Cup where we were on the same page for all of, like, four weeks. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, you took that passion regarding sports, and now, you know, that's primarily who you're working with, right, at VaynerMedia? Yep. Um, I... I am a huge sports fan. I mean, it's by, by it's far and away my biggest passion. Um, one of my earliest sports memories is uh, actually when the Phillies got beat in the game in the World Series in 1993 with a home run by Joe Carter. Um, it was one of the saddest moments in my life, even though I can't remember it too well, just because it was such a bad moment for Philadelphia sports fans. I'm from Philadelphia, and I love Philadelphia sports. And uh, I've just always been a huge sports fan. I can't. I just can't shake it. So um, I've actually been working for the last year with uh, New Jersey Nets and the New York Jets, and um, that's really where I've been. I've been focusing. And uh, VaynerMedia also works with the NHL, but I'm not not a part of that uh, of that relationship. But um, yeah, I mean, sports is really my passion, and I think that's um, really important if you have the chance to do, to to do that, to work in a place where you're really passionate about. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, you and I have very much kind of that same kind of of line of sight on, you know, work with what you're passionate about and, and, and leverage the heck out of that because, you know, you're willing to work that much harder. I mean, I cannot tell you guys how many times you listeners, uh, how many times I've pinged, you know, Sam at, you know, 
eight, nine, ten o'clock my time on the West Coast, and he's still up working on stuff. Like it, it's, you know, it's one of these things where he he's doing it because he loves this stuff, and it's so obvious. And so I think that it shows in the quality of the results that you're getting for your clients. Yeah, I mean, you know, one of the you know, one of the things about VaynerMedia is I really get paid. You know, I get paid to do my job, obviously, but I get paid to to learn, and I get paid to really hustle. You know, they you know they expect a lot of work from us. But in, you know, we really love what we do, so we, we all really work long hours, and uh, it's not really like a job because we're working in an area that we, we're really passionate about. One, in social media, um, you know, it's an emerging industry, is this you know, social media consulting industry, and uh, just being a part of something so fresh and new and, and something that we really believe is going to have a huge impact in, in, in the world you know, moving forward in terms of the way that brands... Um, interact with customers and just market themselves, you know, that's, that's huge. And then, you know, the second part is that I, I get to work in sports. And like, like I mentioned, I really couldn't be in a, a, a better spot really for myself. Sure. One of the things that's really interesting for me about, you know, talking with people like you, I mean, you and I kind of will throw ideas at one another and, and get responses. Um, I've always kind of, of, really admired your thought process on kind of how brands can use social media to create those interactions with customers. Can you elaborate on that just a little bit? Sure. Um, I think this is something that, um, you know, that I was instilled with by Gary and AJ, but I, I just think it makes sense. And I think that there's no other way to really go about it. I just think that the way you build a community or the way you build a brand online and on social media is by building a community. You can't start, I mean, you start out with nothing essentially, unless you're, you know, Kanye West and you join Twitter and get a couple hundred thousand followers in a matter of hours. But in the in the in the case of most brands, you start out with nothing, and what you have to do is you have to find, you know, current uh, current customers and consumers and fans of yours, and you have to work on building it. And it's really a process. Um, it's constant interaction. It's finding every person talking about your brand on Facebook, on Twitter, and and sending them a message. I mean, if you are Coca-Cola, uh, find someone talking about enjoying their last Coke and reach out to them. There's no reason not to respond to anybody and everybody talking about your brand. Um, and I think that that's one of the biggest, uh, you know, one of the biggest things that most brands miss out on is that actual interaction, that day-to-day building a relationship with your customers. Um, and I think, like I said, it's a process. You're, you know, you're working towards a goal. Social media is not a sprint. It's a marathon. That's something Gary says over and over again and something that's really true because, if you work towards a superficial goal like making money or, um, you know, making money is the number one goal, I think, of most brands. If you work towards that goal too soon, you're just going to fail. You have to care about what, you know, about your, 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 your brand in the first place and about the people that care, really do care about your brand and, and in the end, fuel your brand. So um, I think that, you know, the biggest lesson is never taking for granted who really uh, makes your brand powerful and that's your fans. And, um and getting to know them on a on a more personal level that's the real benefit i think of social media sure. and and i mean we recently had a back and forth via blog about kind of the idea of marathons right um, yep. you know it's it's it was definitely one of those where you had you know your statement and i knew exactly where your thought process was and i could right. leverage the fact that you either were a little tired when you were writing it or that you right. know Things were you didn't link the the major thesis of of Sam's post was that you know you got to remember about the long term you really have to you know think about what your long term strategies are 
And uh, the big hole that he left wide open that I just could walk right through and kind of just <laughs> jab him in the side was the fact that you got to bring those huge goals down to daily activities. Yep. Uh, and so that was that was a fun little back and forth. But let's talk about, uh, you know, you've worked with these two teams, right? The Jets and, and the Nets, who are on complete opposite sides of the spectrum, where, you know, one had a great season and one had one of the worst seasons in the NBA's history. Right. Sure. So, I mean, does that affect their ability to create community as or interact with their community, as you see from, you know, kind of the outside consultant and kind of helping these brands figure out how to do it? Yeah, there's no doubt that in sports and 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 in social media that winning, you know, really cures a lot of things. And uh, with the Nets, it was it was a tough you know, we started working with them. I think it was this past, you know, late, late. January and they're in the middle of one of the worst seasons in NBA history and uh it's been a real process to kind of find those fans find those true brand evangelists and um really get to know them I mean what's been good about it is that we really have a nice niche a nice small community that is really really passionate about the brand even though they had a bad season they had a you know a less than great off season that you know fans really expected the team to go out and sign a couple of free, big free agents and they didn't. But um, in the end, the the current fan base they have is super passionate. That's that's one important lesson is that it doesn't the size of your fan base is a total. It's just a number. You know, you're really focusing on the the super the super fans, the ones that really are there through the thick and thin, the ones that want to interact and communicate on a daily basis. I mean, I know. Uh, specific uh, Twitter users and Facebook users by just by watching what happens on the Nets wall because they're constantly there coming back and supporting the team. Um, on the other hand, the Jets have a really, really, really strong, big, passionate fan base because they won on a big winning, winning streak last season. Um, they hired a new coach last season. Uh, and, you know, when, we, when, the, when they went on that winning streak, we saw a clear, um, a clear uh, you know, positive correlation between their wins and the, the fan base going up. But I don't necessarily think, again, it, the numbers went up, but I don't necessarily think that it was a sign of the way, uh, the passion of the fans that were there. I think that from day one um, through the things I talked about earlier, mm -hmm. the constant content creation, the constant back and forth between the brand and the fans and the involvement of players, I think from a sports standpoint, involving your players, they're the number one asset of any sports team. So do as much as you can to get them involved. Um, but I think that the, the passion of the two communities that we have, even though the numbers are very different, I think that the passion is there on both sides. And that's really what you're focusing on. You really want to get, get a really nice core of passionate users because if you have a million fans and only you know 3% of them are active, then what's it matter? I'd rather have you know, 80% active fans and only have 20,000. So, um, that's a just, great uh, point. That's, I mean, I'll jump in here. I mean, cause that's such a great point, right? It's, it's the people who really <clears throat> actually care about your brand, right? It, without that, you don't have the ability to, you know, drive sales or drive just attention, which is a major piece of it, right? Cause those are the people who bring in their network of friends, right? So yep. they're watching the game they're going to host a party and more people who maybe not are super fans, but are at least someone interested will still come. And then right. they're watching the game or, you know, or, you know, potentially they go on a huge winning streak like the Jets did. And you're, you know, your, your bandwagon fan for lack of a better term is buying a Jets Jersey. Yep. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just want to, you know, one of the biggest 
aspects of building a successful social media community is having your fans help build your community yourself. I mean, it shouldn't be just you trying to find a million people to you know become fans of of of, of your brand. It's really finding the passionate ones, and like you said, then they go and find the you know the ones that are on the level maybe a level just below, and then that kind of keeps extending itself and. Uh, you just kind of build momentum that way. I mean, it's how anything goes viral or any, or any community kind of builds. It's in that na- kind of natural way, word of mouth. Yeah, I actually just had a conversation earlier today where I said to the individual on the other end of the phone that community isn't when your brand builds relationships with its customers. It's when you facilitate their customers talking to one another. 100%. I mean, just that ability to get that those people passionate enough about your brand that you're willing to step away and just let them talk is the huge piece in, in social media that I think that was so silent that wasn't heard because it was all one way for so long between radio, print, and television. Yep. I, I agree 100%, man. I mean, if you look at any of, our, uh, any of the social media communities that we, you know, we help uh, our brands manage, uh, you'll notice, you know, that the wall activity, especially you know, on Facebook, uh, obviously is the best way to find it, uh, is super high. And it's not just between the brand and the fans. It's definitely, I mean, the fans get to know each other. You know, they know each other online. And then the cool thing about it is, especially for a sports team, is uh, bringing that online relationship between fans offline. So one thing we're looking to do this season uh, is you know have networking events for fans, tailgating events for fans that are part of this community and they're very passionate and they know each other online, but bring then bring them together face to face and building you know creating that you know in the end an online community is great, but what you really want is a strong offline yep. fan base for a sports team especially uh, actually for any brand forget any this. brand yeah any absolutely brand, any brand and social media is a huge aspect of building a passionate fan base and then you can easily translate it to offline always kind of changing gears but I know that that doesn't really work with you Sam because it's all sports Uh, but who are some of the uh, people on Twitter that you absolutely are passionate about following and and trying to see at least as often as you can their tweets I think um, you know I'm not going to transition quite yet I'm going to stay in sports Um, I think the number one person I really like to see is Kevin Durant who's from Oklahoma, Oklahoma City Thunder he's a He's a professional athlete and he's a superstar in the league, but he really, really, um, you know, he really gets it. I think he cares. He constantly interacts with fans. He sends ad replies every day. Um, he, he just, he's funny. He's true. To, he's true. And I think that something with athletes is that they, they put on this persona and they often actually have their assistants helping them out with this. I think what fans want to see is your true self. They want to see you know, gra- grammatical errors and typos, and they want to see, you know, weird inside jokes that you have and whatever it is, and behind the scenes kind of, um, a, a kind of behind the scenes type of environment. And I think that's really what, um, what athletes should kind of strive for. Sure, that um, authenticity. I mean, uh, you know, you want to talk about grammatical errors. I had him here in <laughs> Phoenix for a couple of years with the, the real Shaq. I mean, holy smokes, that guy, I love him. It's, it was hilarious to watch him and Amy Joe work together. Uh, but, uh, you know, you always knew that it was Shaq. Like, I mean, it was legitimately his fat fingering going on on his BlackBerry. It was very funny to watch sometimes. Yeah, he's a, he's a mess, man, but uh, he's, he's funny. <laughs> um, let me see. Some of the guys. I really like following Bill Simmons. He's a sports guy. Um, 
I like, you know, he's a, he's one of the most famous, uh, sports writers out there. Um, I like following my man, O Doctor. Uh, he is a, uh, a good friend of mine. He's, uh, I don't even know how I would describe O'Doctor, but uh, dude, I'm not even gonna try either. I mean, all I all I have to say about Owen is that uh, I would love to get him on the show. I have not yet extended an invitation, so O'Doctor, if you're listening, give me a shout. I'll get you on on in September. Oh, I'm sure he'll do it. But uh, he's just a funny guy, and he really, he really, he's just a good dude, and he really, I think that really comes through on Twitter. Um, and I think that he's a really smart guy, and you should be paying attention to him. Um, you should watch his uh, spoof of the Old Spice video. It was hilarious. Um, and I don't know. I guess those are a couple of the guys I really follow. I mean, I could probably, if I had a couple minutes to think about it, go on and on. And it would probably have, be 90% sports. But uh, those, are, those are three good ones. No, those are, those are three great ones. I mean, because it really kind of shows where your focus is, right? Is that you have yeah. people who you've been fortunate enough to meet in real life and people like uh, Odakta. He's, you know, funny and great guy and, and someone who I think is one of the thought leaders in this space who isn't being recognized as it. So it's like kind of my like secret, like I saw this guy, you know, th- there are the high school band that I've yeah. been supporting yep. because he's going to blow up. And I sat there and I said it the instant that I saw the Dove video, I'm like, uh, I'm just waiting uh, for him to get a call. And yeah, sure he's, enough, he's, he's doing his thing, man. He's, uh, he's, so he's definitely on his way. That, yeah, I mean, it just, you know, there, there are very, I've, I watch this space very, very closely because, you know, I care about it immensely and, and I'm willing to, you know, beg, borrow and steal ideas from top minds. And so when I see someone like Owen, who is just a great guy, and then you sit there and I meet him in person, you know, a couple of times and he's even better in person. It's like, yeah. this is, the, these are the kinds of people that I want in my network of friends. And yeah. so I'll do anything that I need to in order to get and keep their attention as often as I can, including the three. Three dollar uh, bit that he runs on people pretty regularly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you fall victim to that too? Yep, I did. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have to get Owen on to tell about that one. <laughs> Expose the secrets. Well, <laughs> Sam, thank you so much for making the time. It means the world to me. I couldn't do the show without people like you. No problem, man. I was. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, you know, I try and make it as painless as I possibly can. So if you are actually <laughs> following me on Twitter, by all means, when I ask for guests. Uh, come on, but definitely follow this man at GoSam. Uh, he is a great guy, really intelligent, and be sure to read his blog posts over on the VaynerMedia blog every once in a while. The guy actually has a feel, and it's nice to be able to see it up there on a, on a serious pedestal. Much appreciated. Well, thank you guys for listening. I always appreciate your time, and uh, go out there and have a great day.